opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of It's Electric, where we talk about all those small kitchen appliances that make our lives in food prep so much easier and sometimes interesting and just plain delightful. We are nearing the end of the year. We're in the throes of the holiday season. We already have Halloween and Thanksgiving behind us. And of course, depending on who you are, we have all different kinds of celebrations for December and the beginning of January. So whatever holiday you are celebrating, we thank you and welcome you and hope you get something out of tonight's get together. So what we're going to talk about tonight are small appliances and how we're going to use them for the holidays. And of course, what you might have on your list, if you're going to be giving or receiving lists, what you might want for the holidays. And also, if you have any questions about small appliances that you're considering. So to find out who all is here, let's first of all um, start by um, I'll, I'll give you a way to know when you should raise your hand. And Andrea is our host today, and she'll call on you when you've raised your hand. And thank you to Anthony, who is streaming for us. So if you're listening to this later on, uh, this happens to be December 7th of 2022. All right. If you, you don't have to tell your last name, but if you have a last name that starts with the letters A through H. A through H. Raise your hand. Tell us who you are, where you're from. And then if you have a Christmas or other holiday request, you can share that. Or if you have a question, let's just see what happens. A through H. Who do we have, Andrea? We have Herbie. Hey, Herbie. Herbie. Yes, I am here. All right. All He's right. So I know. I tell you. Um, so let's see. I've got air fryers. One of them is just a straight air fryer. Another one is an air fryer grill combination. I've got a talking microwave. I've got a one of those ninja blenders, um, which I've been getting better at using. I uh, got um, thanks to it's electric actually. Um, but I'm looking for recommendations because the one that was recommended to us, um, not sure if we're going to get or not, um, an accessible or an easy to use uh, waffle iron. Ah, <coughs> okay. All right. So I think there's a waffle iron on somebody's list. And of course, we do want things that are accessible because if they're not, you know, like, and we don't want to put our fingers on the plates to see if they're hot enough for the better right we, we don't want we don't want waffle fingers okay well awesome and tell everybody where you're from herbie i know but some people may not houston texas all right he's a texan who else do we have andrea we don't have any more hands right now a through h for oh. your last name you don't have to tell your last name but if it starts with a through oh, h got one. hold on just okay second. all right 
John, go ahead and unmute, please. Hey, John. It's Sean, I think. Oh, Sean. Okay. Sean I'm sorry. Barrett. Go ahead, Sean. Right. We can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. There you are. Um, I'm Sean Barrett from Mississippi, and I am looking for a microwave that's accessible. I bought one from GE, and although they said they did, they do not have do not support the Braille overlay on the model I have, and it's been kind of a disaster. And I'm looking. I've got an actually an over-the-counter space instead of over-the-oven space. So I've got a, a space for a large microwave, but I'm looking for an accessible one. Well, I have maybe good news for you, depending, Sean. If you still have your microwave, we can help you make it accessible. You don't need to depend on GE or anybody like that. If you're a Braille reader, we uh -huh. can help you. Okay. I mean, I tried that. I, I put labels on them and <clears throat> I have people, caregivers here who helped me take care of my 98-year-old mother. And they're all saying, we can't see any of it. We can't see it. <laughs> well, I, I have an answer for you because I'm going to let you know what we do at our house. Um, it right. will involve getting some specific labels from a specific place. Um, but these do much better than um, Dymo tape, and I can also tell you how to do them so that they'll be spaced right, and all your um, helper will have to do is put them over the print characters or whatever. So don't let me forget to do that. So we're going to take care. We're going to give Sean an accessible microwave for Christmas, and she's hardly going to have to spend any money for it. How about yeah, that? If you have a suggestion of a different one, I'm not opposed to that either. Well, this is very, very sensitive, and I'm not, you know, yeah, opposed to another one. Okay, well, I'd say try my suggestion, and if that doesn't work, then you can get another one. Um, Panasonic does make microwaves that have buttons on them, and, of course, Herbie said he, he has a talking microwave, and I think it's still possible to get those, um, but they're a lot more expensive than what you can buy in the store. So anyway, so microwaves is going to be part of our discussion tonight. So thank you for sharing with us. And we'll try to get you fixed up one way or another, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Do we have anybody else? If your last name starts with the letters A through H. We do. We have Zelda. Go ahead, Zelda. Hi, Zelda. How are you? Well, I'm just fine. Um, I'm Zelda Gemhard, and um, I've got a I've got an answer, I think, to Herbie and his waffle iron. Ah, I have a Cuisinart, uh -huh. and and um, it is kind of a hit and miss the first time you do it to get the right brown. Now, I used mine just for waffle waffles. I don't use it for a bunch of a myriad of different things. So I have it set and it has a sensor in it that um, it beeps when the waffle is to the desired doneness that you have set it for. And um, I, you know, there's no on and off or whatever. I just plug it in and unplug it. <laughs> That's how I turn it on and on and off. Wow. All right. 
So the Cuisinart works for me. I really like it. Um, it was actually a, a birthday gift for my husband because he loves waffles so much. So I figured if yeah. I can get appliances for my my holidays and birthdays, you know, he should be able to, too. There you go. Now, Zelda, have you ever been with us before? Because, of course, I know your voice and you and all that. But I'm not sure I remember you being on one of our calls before. You know, I've been so busy. I don't get to go to many calls um, except for the ones that I'm directly involved in facilitating or hosting. So um, I had a meeting canceled for tonight and I decided, <laughs> hey, I'm going. So, wow, I'm so glad you're here. And thank, thank you for that suggestion. Make, you know, makes me want to get a separate waffle arm, although I probably don't need one. I have a Cuisinart Griddler and it has waffle iron plates but of course it's not going to have that little beep to tell me exactly when they're done so that i really appreciate because yeah. typically when i make waffles is when we've got a we've got a house full of people and you know there's a million things going on and you can you can overlook um something until it's it's overdone <laughs> so i'm and, curious does it make one at a time or more than one and are they square square or they are like four around. square ones together. So it would make like a, probably a 13 inch square waffle, you know, but they, they're easily broken into four pieces. Right. So you can gotcha. feed four with it. Yeah. Awesome. We'll see you there. You know, you got to join us tonight and you've already given us some valuable information. So thank you so much and tell people where you're from. I'm from Edgeley, North Dakota. All and we right. have beautiful snow here. It's picturesque oh. like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Zelda. And we're glad uh -huh. to have you. Who's next? A through H with your we last don't have name. anybody at the moment. I wanted to just tell you really quick. I have a talking microwave. I bought it used from a friend whose spouse passed away oh. um, and didn't no longer needed it. Um, but it has the the keypad is like a phone pad. They are pretty expensive. Um, he didn't charge me much for it. I think it's way overpriced for, you know, just having, yeah. but it's a magic chef just so um, okay. just for um, Sean's edification. And it's, okay. I like it. It's very easy to use. Um, we don't have anybody else right now. Okay. Then if you have a last name that starts with the letters I, through P, I through P, raise your hand. We have Unless, Chuck. Oh, oh, Chuck, I know. Oh, me. yeah, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> hey, Chuck, how are you? I am doing good. Looking forward to our party Saturday, but we'll <laughs> get on with the uh, appliances. Uh, my sandwich maker is going good. The, the stuff that I have is, is working, and it seems to be going good. I'm having some help with it, of course. Um, the person who sent me, I think, wants to do some of the cooking for me. He doesn't want me to completely do it by myself. I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, he has a hard why. time letting go, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You know, but he's going to help me with most of it. But uh, he's, you know, probably get me started teaching me how to use it better, the sandwich maker. And, of course, I still have my Keurig and my microwave. All right. Yeah. And how do you use your microwave? Are you able to see it or do you have – how do you – how is it accessible for you? I, I have the bump dots. Okay, you have bump dots on yours. Yes, okay. I don't, right. you know, I used to have to bend over to look at it, but boy, I don't have yeah. to do that now, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're like me, you're getting older and bending over isn't fun. And you know. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and by the way, I am from Tennessee, by the way. Tennessee is. 
Yep. Yes, and we're having a big party on Saturday. He's in our, our chapter of ACB, and uh, so we're going to have a party with about 72 people there on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here, Chuck. It's always good to have you. Thank you. And uh, by the way, our next meeting will be the 21st of December, in case you were wanting you to know, know what that's going to be. What, Chuck? I had already figured that out. So there. Oh. <laughs> well, well, I, I tell Chuck he's my calendar. Yeah. So, I was going to tell you, so. <laughs> I know. I appreciate it, Chuck. And I already had that one figured out. Okay, good. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Who else do we have, Andrea? Okay. We have a phone number, and I'm going to ask you to please identify yourself because I've never seen this phone number before. Uh, area code 530. Could you tell us who you are, please, in Northern California? Hi, I'm Lauren in Northern California. Hi, Lauren. Is this your first Hi. time with us? No, I talked to you recently about Instant Pot. Ah, um, okay. Yes. Okay. And I'm going on vacation in a couple of days, and I was going to contact you when I got back. All right. Well, you feel free to do that. All right. So you're in Northern California? Yes. Chico, okay. I want to move. You want to um, move? <laughs> yes. But um, people are making um, requests for names of different items, mm -hmm. and I have most of everything I want, except for I'm looking for a shredder that will shred cabbage as fine as angel hair. Ah. And it's well, easy. It's not a little. Oh, you're fine. I've never tried oh. to shred cabbage with my food processor. I love my food processor, um, and it's a Hamilton Beach, and it was only like forty or fifty dollars. But I've never tried to shred cabbage with it, so I'm not sure how I do. I'm I sadly take the lazy way, and I buy the shredded cabbage in the store which of course isn't quite like angel hair but anyway okay so maybe if some people have done that they can help you tonight and we're glad to have you here with us thank you Jeannie. okay and enjoy your vacation oh thank you i hope to yeah so who else do we have andrea we don't have anybody at the moment Jeannie. Nobody, okay, if you're here and you perhaps came in a little late, if your last name starts with the letters A through P, raise your hand and introduce yourself. We'd love to know you're here. Nobody yet? All right, on, we're gonna, oh, one I'm second. Gonna, okay. Ginger, please go ahead and unmute. Hey, Ginger. Hi, Jeannie. It's so nice to be here tonight. Um, let's see. I'm from Massachusetts. And what I am wishing for, uh, as you may recall, because I've asked you about it a few times, is an immersion blender. Okay. I made some, some carrot soup today and uh, was sure wishing I had one. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. And most of the yep. immersion. And blenders, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, you go. Oh, most of the immersion blenders that I've seen are accessible. They either just have one or two buttons at the most and, you know, and then you can just put it in the pot. Now, some people have a Vitamix, which some of the Vitamixes and I think some of the ninjas will do hot soups and things like that, but I don't, I haven't seen those, but the immersion blenders where you just have the long thing sticking out and you put it in the pan and push the button and it mixes it. I think most of those are probably accessible. So you may want to um, check on the web and see which ones are rated to be the best. That might be a good way to start. Okay. Yep, yeah. it sounds uh, very much like a hand mixer in terms of yeah. controls. Yep. Do what? Rebecca? It's a huge oh. piece. Oh, it's a small, it ain't that big. It's just tall. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. Thank you. Sorry about that. Are you there? Well, we've lost Jeannie. Um, I'm sure she'll be back. I don't know what happened. I heard a bunch of voices. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. We okay. can hear you. I don't know how I got muted. Maybe you accidentally muted me. I apologize. Me. I was trying to get rid of the, the person who was I, talking I understand. That's fine. Sorry. Okay. No, I'm still here. Okay. Do we have any other hands raised let me look real quick no matter what letter your last name starts with now we're ready for you so raise your hand and introduce yourself and we'll go from there no hands at the moment and just be aware i know everybody we all know this folks please please if you have background noise please keep yourself muted really it does pick if you don't think your mic's picking up something it is picking it up so yeah. Um, and especially since we're being streamed. Um, yes, exactly. No, we have no hands at the moment, Jeannie. Okay. All right. So it sounds like we have a great answer, thanks to Zelda, for the waffle maker. Is there anyone else that wants to say something about a waffle maker that you may have? If you do, go ahead and raise your hand. And if you don't, we'll move on to making microwaves accessible. Okay. Oh, nobody. Nobody. Okay. All right. So one thing I'm going to suggest, Sean, if you want, I think it was Sean, if you want to keep your current microwave, um, I get these wonderful adhesive labels from the Braille Superstore. And they're, they come like tractor feed and they come, um, I, I think, the minimum that you can get is 10, but you'd probably want to get more than that. I use them for all kinds of things. Um, but you can put them in a Braille writer or you can put them in a slate if you want to use a slate. Um, even in a Braille writer, they hold the dots very well. They're nice and easy to feel. I know some adhesive labels or paper that I've used before from other places the dots don't stand up near as well as they do on these labels. So A, I'm a big fan of these labels. B, they say you can put four lines of Braille. I can only get three lines of Braille on them. 
but they're also very easy to cut if you fold in between, you know, where you want to make the cut, which is what I do. So I have found if you don't use number signs, like my microwave, I think mine is also a GE. So on my label, one of these labels, I'll put a one without a number sign, and then I'll space twice and put a two and space twice and put a three. So then after it's cut from the rest of the label, that whole strip can be placed over the one, two, three, and they're clear so that someone who can see will be able to see as well what the numbers are. Then I do the same thing with four, five, six, and seven, eight, nine, and then um, below that, um, I think it's power level zero, and I forget what the other one is. But anyway, that's how I do it. So if if it's a single, if you're using a single cell for whatever you're making the label for, you would put it in space twice. If you're using a double cell, you know, like for example, on my bottom row, I have off and I went ahead and put the OF sign F and then just spaced once and put the P for pause and, or pause or stop at that. I may not have these right exactly. I'm not in where I can touch my microwave. And then on the right, I have three zero because you can make it go in 30 second increments if you want. Anyway, so that's how I do it. And these labels work really well for it. And they're very easy to cut across, you know, to cut apart if you fold, make a fold where you want to do the cut and then just run your blade along that. And that works real well. And they stick much better than Dymo tape. For those of you who may have tried to use the Dymo tape before, a lot of times either it wants to keep rolling up even though you've tried to flatten it out. And I've tried to flatten it out by putting heavy things on it for days and eventually it still rolls up or scoots around or whatever. But these labels are wonderful because the adhesive on the back really holds well and the whatever they're made out of, it's a consistency that really holds the dots well. So if you want to ad adopt, not adapt, adopt. If you want to make, there we go, I'll just change my wording, a microwave accessible, this is one thing that you can try. And it's the Braille labels with the adhesive back from the Braille Superstore. And if I were more with it, I'd be able to give you the item numbers, but I'm, I'm not sure what those are right now. So that's one way to make your microwave accessible. Uh, some people have mentioned the bump dots, and I'm not sure how well those stick, but I'll bet they must do pretty well or else people wouldn't be using them uh, for their microwaves. I don't know if you can see through those or not, if you have sighted members in your family. And then, of course, there's the talking microwave and then Panasonic actually makes microwaves that have buttons. So if you're in the market for a new microwave or you want to um, make the microwave that you already have accessible, hopefully these things will help. And if anyone else wants to say anything about that, please raise your hand because I'm not the only one who has ideas. Do we have any hands? Give me a moment. Okay. 
We do not. Okay. My apologies, Jeannie. I couldn't get my my uh, my panel to display. Oh, it's fun. It's a listen. We've all dealt with um, computers. Hold on, just a minute. We've got hands now. Of course. Oh, I good. Awesome. Uh, Sue, go ahead. Hi, Sue. Hi. Um, one thing I haven't used it on a microwave, but I've used it on other things um, to get the Dymo tape to stick better. I put um, double-sided stick'em tape on the back of it, and uh-huh. it sticks better. Okay. And I, I have a question off topic. Um, if you're going to cook a casserole in the um, TOA 60 on um, using the um, oven feature, uh-huh. Um and the recipe calls for 350. Do you lower it to like 300? Yes, ma'am, you do. Okay. You lower it and check it about five minutes before the recipe says it'll be done. Okay. That's what I was thinking, but I yeah. would double check because I haven't cooked a casserole. It's going to be a vegetable casserole. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who have the TOA 60 or perhaps now even the TOA 70, which is the newest model that has knobs, um, unless they've changed the one for the 70, generally you have to cook it about 50 degrees lower than what a recipe will say and check it about five minutes before it's really supposed to be done or even and it's depending on how sensitive you think the ingredients might be. Uh, but but definitely, yeah, you don't. And I think it has to do with the fact that most recipes are written for a regular oven, which is big. And, of course, our TOA 60 or whatever um, air fryer oven we have is a much smaller space. And so um, the things just... I'm sure there's some scientific thing for it, but um, they heat up quicker and you don't need to have your temperature as high. And if you do have it on what the recipe calls for, you do chance possibly burning it. So we don't, yeah, we well, don't want don't any burnt recipes. Burn it, it my party guests. Yeah. So that was a good question. Where are you from, Sue? Uh, California. Carmichael. California. Okay. Great. Glad you're here. Thank you. Thanks. Jane Sue, please go ahead and unmute. Who's that? It's Jane Sue. I believe I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. Jane, please go ahead and unmute. Hi, Jane. There we go. Hello. There you are. (laughs) Um, for for me, um, I, I am looking for a hand mixer that is, um, lightweight and has all of the attachments, not just the beaters, because, uh, but I've never worked with a hand mixer. I've always had a stand mixer and I was, I'm always afraid that it's going to fly off or the ingredients are going to fly out of my... <laughs> bowl um and um for the casserole pan i have the almost exact same i guess oven configuration i'm looking for a casserole pan that can fit um 
the dimensions of the TOA six. Okay. Like the is it eight by eight? I don't know. I gotcha. Okay. So in terms of pans for the TOA sixty or whatever it is you have, if that if you have the same size, it's not big enough to hold an eight by twelve or a nine by thirteen pan. You can use an eight-inch square pan or a nine-inch square pan, or you can use, I think it's seven by 11. Some people call them little biscuit pans. You wouldn't be able to get very many biscuits on them. Um, or you can use an oval casserole or a round casserole. Generally, any that I've seen of those, and I know the ones that I have, will fit in my oven. But you can't use the 9 by 13 or the 8 by 12 um, because that doesn't work so well. And, and remind me again, I was talking, what was the first part of your question or your comment, Jane? Oh, I'm looking for a hand mixer. Oh, that's right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know why. It just escaped my mind. I'm going to blame it on age. I'm going to be 71 in a few days. Uh, <laughs> okay. So there are lots of hand mixers out there. Some are better than others. And the one that I have is actually digital. And I love it. Um, it is a Cuisinart. And the reason it is accessible is it has a knob that you, I mean, a button that you push to turn it on. And that will start it at the lowest speed. And then it has two little round buttons and the one that is closest to the end of the handle area every time you push it it raises the speed and then when you want to lower the speed you go back toward the button that you use to turn it on and there's a little round button and every time you push it it lowers the speed one thing that i learned from amazon and and experience is when you first turn it on, don't have the beaters in the bowl because for some reason it starts out a little smidgen higher than the lowest speed. But once it gets started and you hear it rev down, then you can gently put your beaters in the bowl and go ahead and mix. Now, a couple of things. You want to keep your beaters down in the bowl. I generally hold the mixer in my right hand and I keep my left hand on the edge of the bowl. And you, especially if you have a lot of liquid, you want to very gradually raise the speed. Um, this is the mixer that I have is very good. Although I haven't used them, it does come with dough hooks. And I have used the whisk attachment um, to make whipped cream. So it comes, I think, with all the attachments you would want, um, but there are others out there that other people may like, but this particular one happens to be my favorite, and it is easy to use, and then the beater release is actually under the handle, and you pull it up toward the handle, and that releases the beaters when you want to do that. Um, so I don't know whether that answered all your hand mixer questions in terms of the one that I have or not, but if it didn't, you can ask more. Okay. All right. Do we have anybody else, Andrea? 
We do. We have Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Hi, Herbie. All right. So first of all, with mixers, I will say I have a KitchenAid mixer, which still has the little slider switch on it that you just um, mm-hmm. turn the switch on. And then there's an eject button if you want to take out the uh, to take out the beaters for. Um, and I have used mic- that mixer on several of my cooking calls, but to the same technique that you do: right hand for the mixer, left hand for the bowl. Um, but my actual original question is, I think I found it, so I just wanted to double check. It's the Cuisinart Classic uh, Round Waffle Maker. Is that the uh, correct one? No, because she said these do, it does four little squares. I mean, that one may work the same way and would be great if there are just one or two of them. I, yeah, well, I would just the- check into it and see if it's got that sensor, because that, that's yeah. what I find best because it's it's really hard to determine doneness it mentions a light sensor but it doesn't mention anything about beeping mm-hmm. hmm. it it um the one and and i got it several years ago so i don't know if it's even available but it i really love it i hope it lives forever um yeah. and i i just think you know how um when you have more vision, people look for when the steam stops coming out from around, you know, the, the edges of the waffle maker. That's, but that's when you know your waffle's done. Um, this, this must just have a sensor that knows when that has happened because that's when it beeps. Right. And, and some people like them crispier than others. Uh, yeah. You can just dial the doneness. And like I say, rather than changing that ever, I just unplug it and plug it in. I don't mess with the dial. Yep. No, this definitely has like the dial settings and stuff, but it doesn't actually say that it beeps. So yeah, yeah, that's the only difference. It gives a visual indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, yeah, so I'll no. look. Yeah, no, I like the beeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be really great. And back to the mixer, you were talking about not wanting things to splatter. IKEA has a bowl that you can get with a lid. And it has a part that you can remove from the middle of the lid so that you can stick your beaters down in the bowl while the lid is still on it. And then if you look at Amazon, there is a, I think they call it mixer splatter screen. And it's a big round piece of plastic. I have one in my kitchen. And then again, in the middle, it has a a portion that you can put, um, you know, have your beaters go through it and then put it down in your bowl. And again, it's going to keep things from splattering all over your kitchen. So there are things that will help you regardless of which hand mixer you're using so that you won't get stuff everywhere when you're trying to mix it up. But I have, I don't have a KitchenAid. I have a, I think mine's a Hamilton Beach stand mixer. A lot of people have KitchenAid stand mixers. And I've used my Hamilton Beach a couple of times, but I personally just find I can tell if the ingredients are mixed better, and I feel like I do a better job when I use my hand mixer. So I do love my Cuisinart hand mixer. Um, Probably if you really want to do big jobs, you're going to want to get one. You're probably not going to want to go to Walmart and just get the $10 cheapy little hand mixer you you probably want one that's a little better than that i think my cuisinart is seven speeds so all right do we have any other hands we do we have dexter go ahead dexter you got dexter hello um 
I also have a KitchenAid hand mixer similar to what Kirby was talking about. One of the things I like about it versus the Hamilton Beach and many of the others have, you know, the, I guess it's almost like a, you know, flat or slightly curved thing uh, with regard to the the mixer uh, blades, but the KitchenAid uses basically almost a wire and they don't splatter like the others do. Okay. All right. So see, you have at least two options now of, of hand mixers that really work well, the KitchenAid and the Cuisinart. And the KitchenAid, is, so am, am I to think that maybe the thing that you use is more similar to what you would find in one of the stand mixers? I really don't know because oh, okay. I don't have a stand mixer. Uh, but, you know, basically it's like a heavy wire and that. And, and kind of it flat. just absolutely does not splatter stuff, okay. you know, when you, like other, you know, versions do. Okay. I actually had something else and I bought the KitchenAid specifically because of that. All right. Now y'all are making me want to go out and check out a KitchenAid mixer hand mixer all right do we have any other hands thank you victor where are you from victor i don't remember it's dexter oh, i meant dexter why did i say victor dexter sorry uh, montana when i'm in the u.s and right now india okay that's right yeah i remember you saying that when you were on here a few weeks ago okay thank you glad to have you you have no hands at the moment, Jeannie. No hands at the moment. Well, you know, it's amazing. We've talked a little about air fryers and air fryer ovens. One thing we haven't talked about is the Instant Pot. And I have to tell you, I, although I think anyone who's on this call probably knows, I love my Instant Pots. And, of course, during the holidays, one of the things that a lot of us do is make candy. And I have found that with the Instant Pot, if you have a stainless steel mixing bowl that will fit on top of your Instant Pot liner, you can put some water in your Instant Pot and put it on the saute setting to bring your water to a boil and then put it down to warm and have your mixing bowl with whatever you want to melt on top and you can melt it in your instant pot and then dip your candy that way so that's one of my little helpful hints i tried it last year and it worked like a dream and that's what i do now um, also for those of you who have slow cookers uh, there are wonderful candies that you can make in the slow cooker uh, some of you may remember i talked about stephanie o'day she has a candy that she actually makes with corn chips, and I haven't tried that one yet, but it also has chocolate, so it has that sweet and salty thing going on. I make my peanut clusters in the um, slow cooker every year. I use a four-quart Hamilton Beach, and for that, you dump two pounds of 
dry roasted peanuts in the bottom of your slow cooker. And then you top that with 12 ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips and then eight ounces of plain Hershey bar. And on top, you put 30 to 32 ounces. And I say that because the recipe called for two pounds. Um, you can either use the almond bark or if you use the baking wafers, the ones that I get come 10 ounces to a bag. So I got three bags, which meant I only had 30 ounces and put those on top and my peanut clusters came out great. You put it on low, I believe. I will find the recipe and I will send it to um, the ACB cooks. I, a, a couple that I sent last time didn't get posted, but probably because I didn't put its electric on them. So I'll send those too. But um, you cook it for two hours and then you stir it and if need be, cook it for a half hour longer and then drop it by spoons full onto wax paper and let them cool and set up. And they are delicious. I can tell you for sure. I totally love them. Um, and there are other slow cooker recipes for candy too. So just a couple of ideas there of things that you can do for the holidays. Um, you may recall if you were around last year that I mentioned the Instant Pot is great for making different um, saucy meatballs and things like that. So I'll try to get some of these to the ACB Cooks uh, website, and I'll just remember to put its electric so then they'll get posted. Uh, the pumpkin cookies and the pumpkin pie from last time didn't get posted, I don't think. So I'll try to get some of those recipes posted and because we have plenty of time before Christmas so that you can try to pre prepare some, some of these things if you have these appliances. And of course, if you're going to make Christmas cookies, you can use your handy dandy stand mixer or your handy dandy hand mixer, which is what I prefer to do. So we still have some time. And if anybody has any questions or comments, I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talking by now. So raise those hands and raise them high. Right, Andrea? Absolutely. And Sean has her hand raised high. So All right, uh, go ahead, Sean. Sean, and you can unmute. Hi, thank you so much for the, the tip regarding the Braille labels. I'm going to check that out. Um, I bought the Black & Decker Talking Toaster Oven, and it's not an air fryer. It's a convection oven and a regular oven, and I found a pan that just fits it that's got that looks like you could use it as an air fryer because the pan has the wire, uh -huh. you know, all around the sides and the uh -huh. bottom, the holes. Do you think that would work? I'd say it would be worth an experiment. If you have a couple of potatoes that you need to um, use up, maybe cut them into French fries and spritz them with oil and some seasonings and stick them in there and see how it goes. Um, in my TOA 60, I do my French fries at about, I think it's 350, whatever it is when the knob is straight up and down um, for the temperature and on air fryer. And I do that for about 
20 minutes, depending on how thick you cut your fries. But you know what? If you have a couple of potatoes to spare, the best result will be that it'll work. And the worst result will be that it won't. I'd try it. Okay. Great. I'll and do just that. do it on convection. Okay. Cool. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Do we have any more raised hands? We do not. Okay, so I want to know what you like to fix during the holidays and what appliance you're going to use to make it happen. So think about it, guys, and help me out here. Tell me what you're going to use and what it is you're going to prepare. I'll bet somebody has an Herbie. Well, is Herbie still here or did he leave? <laughs> I think sometimes he has to leave early, so I don't know. Any raised hands yet? Yes, Herbie has his hand raised. Go ahead. Oh, Herbie. good, Herbie. You didn't fail me. I did not. So I decided that I'm going to do a whole turkey this year. Wow. Yep. And um, so we've got him sitting in my freezer right now, and uh, I'm going to use a nice big foil pan for him. I'm assuming it's a him. I don't know. Um, didn't ask him, you know, just got it from the store. And yeah. Anyway, so him or her, she's they're going to get cooked. Okay. Um, yeah. So there you go. Going to do mashed potatoes. That'll be done on the stove um, in a pot. And the green bean casserole, that'll be done in the oven. And um, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, so do you mash your potatoes with your hand mixer? I do not. I actually have a potato masher. It has It's this little thing that has a handle, and you just yeah. uh, take, you press it down, and you mash, mash, mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take out all your frustration. Yep. Yep. Okay, so let me give you one little hint, and this is for everyone. If you're using a foil pan, and like he's talking about a turkey. Now, I don't know how much his turkey weighs, but please, please, for safety's sake, set that foil pan inside or on a cookie sheet or something, because yep. sometimes when those pans get hot and you're trying to take them out of the oven, they can actually shift and you risk getting burned or spilling or whatever. So if you're using a foil pan, it's really recommended that you have a solid pan, such as a cookie sheet with sides under it, so that you can handle it more easily. So, all right. Yay. I'm ready for some turkey. I love turkey. I've got one in my freezer, too. I just haven't figured out when I'm going to cook it yet. Because we're not going to be here on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. We're going to be with friends or family. So, but here in town. But okay. Anybody else have their hand raised? Yes. Lauren, please go ahead and unmute. Hey, Lauren. Hi there. Um, I think I use my Vitamixer quite a bit. I make raspberry fudge balls every Christmas. Huh. Okay. And um, it'll chop the almonds into almond flour to roll your raspberry balls in, or it can wow. make them just a little choppier, so you get little little tiny pieces of almond almond bite. And wow. it will also crumble the vanilla wafers for you. Oh, okay. 
So um, but I'm amazed that I, I think I use my air fryer and my Vitamixer more than anything. Right. Gotcha. All right. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you. All right. Who else do we have? Zelda, go ahead and unmute, please, my dear. Hi. I just wanted to suggest to Herbie, since it sounds like the, the big turkey is, is kind of a new thing um, for him, is I might suggest, unless you're a skin lover, you know, some people like that crispy skin, that you put your turkey in a cooking bag before you put it in the, um, the foil baking pan. At, um, it really helps the turkey come out nice and moist. Um, but like I said, if you want that picture-perfect turkey to sit on the table and carve, probably not so much. Um, you don't get that golden color. But if if you want the moist turkey meat and you'll be carving it, you know, on the counter in the kitchen, um, that's that's what I would suggest. It makes for easy cleanup, too. And I have to echo Zelda. I always do my turkey in the roasting bags. I think they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. And my turkey he always turns out great. So turkey, ham, whatever. Yeah. Now I I our four sons, we kind of live centrally located, so they all come to our house for for Christmas and and some of them stay for days. So it isn't one meal that I'm cooking, but I'm cooking a plethora of things. So I try and do things ahead of time. I'll make lasagna and put a couple of pans of it in the freezer so that I can just pull that out and add a salad and bread and we're, we're good for a meal. Um, but one of my go-tos is actually the grill. We, we have a Holland grill and um, we get a large pork loin, like a five pound pork loin. And I marinate that the night before and then put it on the grill and our grill has a wet water reservoir so you can put like a gallon of water in it and and it it actually takes three hours to to get to the right temperature wow. or thereabouts but it you know this is a large pork loin and, and it's really easy to serve because there's no bone involved you know you just it's like like pork chops without the mm -hmm. without the bone, you know, and and so um, everybody loves it. Is this an indoor or an outdoor grill, Zelda? It is an outdoor grill. Um, okay. Yeah, and so that's another thing. It it gets the the cooking part because the little ones like to be around Grandma's feet in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which makes it more of a challenge. But uh, yeah, it's something I can put out in the garage and uh, run out there and check on yeah. it. And what is its source of power? Is it electric or? It's use? gas. gas. It's okay. gas. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. oh. Okay. Do we have any? Thank you, Zelda. Do we have any other hands? I know the rest of you are going to be making things for the holidays. At least we I do would. not at the moment. Okay. Are good. You have about 10 minutes, Jeannie. Right, right. And no raised hands, huh? Nope. I'm surprised. I am too. Wow. Okay, guys. Y'all don't want to just hear me talk, do you? Maybe they like to hear me say y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Okay, so we've talked a little bit about appetizers that we can make. Um, and those well, appetizers... No, I'm so sorry. Do it? Did I hear that you have a hand? Okay, I'm, I'm not understanding. Okay. You, need, you have uh, a hand raised. Can you oh, hear good. me? I was yes, unmuted, that. but I don't know. You couldn't hear me. My apologies. You were muffled. I could hear okay. you, but you were muffled. Okay, you have a hand. Okay, okay. who is it? So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I That's thought. Okay. Um, Sue, go ahead and unmute, please. I sometimes make peanut brittle in the microwave. Ah, yes. Tell everybody about that. Well, it's pretty easy. You use, um, I think I have the ingredients right, a cup of Spanish peanuts, and you put them in, I use a two-quart mixing bowl, a uh, glass one, and then you put a half a cup of white corn syrup and a cup of sugar, and you mix that together, and you cook it for five minutes, you stir it, you cook it for another two minutes, and then you add a teaspoon of butter, or is it a tablespoon? I don't remember. I'd have to check the recipe. Think and, a tablespoon. And a teaspoon of vanilla. Stir it and put it in for about 30 seconds. Take it out and spread it on um I use a cookie sheet with uh, tinfoil on it. Okay. And I think that's very similar to my recipe, Sue. That's why I knew what you were talking about when you mentioned it, because, you know, a lot of people, they'll fuss over peanut brittle and try to get it on the stove to the right stage and all that. But it's so easy in the microwave. And you may have said it, I think you cut out a little. I know my recipe, at some point, you stir a little baking soda in there. So, Oh, yeah. You put after it, after you take, yeah, that's at the end. Um, yeah. After you take it out right before you put it on the um, um, cookie, sheet. cookie sheet, then you put the baking soda in. Yeah. And you have to work fast once you get it right. out. But it is really good, and it always turns out really well. So, I'll try to find my recipe and I'll try to post that one as well. I hope I don't forget some of these, but okay. We'll we'll just uh, give cooks, ACB cooks, lots of recipes for the holiday. All right. Thank you very much. Do we have any other raised hands? We have about five or six minutes left. You do not have any hands at the moment. Okay. If anyone has a question for me, um, I'm going to be in and out, but I'll be in, you know, around home all during the holidays. If you want to contact me and don't already know how, you can send an email to community at acb.org and say, please put send this to Jeannie or the It's Electric person or the Instant Pot Queen, whatever you want to call me that day. <laughs> and they'll make sure that I get it. A few of you have done that already. And I'm happy to get your questions and, and try to help because in case you can't tell, I really am all about small kitchen appliances and, and how they can make our lives easier and more fun and more tasty. Also, if you are a Facebook user, this group is not specifically associated with ACB, but while you don't have to be blind or visually impaired to be in the group, 
it was set up basically for us. I did it, I think it'll be three years ago now. It's called All, A-L-L, Text, T-E-X-T, Small Kitchen Electrics. And the reason it's called that is because we don't have posts where the person has a picture and says, this is what I made in my air fryer today. It was delicious. So, and then you're sitting there going, ooh, what was it? You know, um, so all our recipes are in text. Uh, any uh, posts that we have, they're all in text. Sometimes we talk about accessible appliances, different brands that work for people with uh, blindness or visual impairment and those that don't. Uh, some of you may recall several months ago, I got the something like it's called cuckoo or something. Anyway, it was a talking uh, electric pressure cooker, rice cooker, and it wasn't so great, even though it cooked. I, I mean, talked, I sent it back. So Anyway, you're welcome to join that group, All Text Small Kitchen Electrics, and uh, we'd be glad to have you. All right, do we have any hands? We have just a little bit of time left, so if you want to say something, do it now. We do. Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Hey, I very much appreciate you taking my question. I'm a big fan of throwing a whole bunch of ingredients in the crock pot and um, leaving it for like six to eight hours and coming back to have a stew or a meal. Oh, yeah. And um, we were given an Instapot that I have not really explored too much yet. But I'm wondering, um, I'm a big fan of quinoa. Can you throw like baby carrots, cut up potatoes, you know, the amount of water you need for the quinoa? And like, you know, a piece of chicken in the Instant Pot, will it all cook to what it needs to cook to together? It should, yeah. And I do have a recipe for quinoa in the Instant Pot, and absolutely you could add things to it. Uh, um, it would probably be best to have your chicken thawed and maybe cut into small pieces because I don't think it takes too long for the quinoa to cook. Um, and I'll try to find the quinoa recipe and I'll send it to community at acb.org and have them send that to you if you're okay with that. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Okay. All right. Anyone else? No? Well, we have about, what, two minutes left, Andrea, I think? Yes. Go okay. on, Jeannie, so have... sing for us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Where did that come from, Anthony? Uh, <laughs> I have sung a little bit, but okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. There. How about that? Um, and I really hope everyone has a happy holiday season. But you know what? We'll be meeting one more time before Christmas. As Chuck reminded us earlier, we will be back on December 21st. So be sure to be here and... Um, for those of you who had questions about accessibility, if you've tried any of the things that were suggested, you can let <laughs> us know. We can look for waffle makers that beep. And it's just so nice to have everyone. Thank you for those of you who all, all of you who came and especially nice to have our first timers. Thank you, Anthony, for streaming and thank you, Andrea, for hosting. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much.